0: Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ.
1: And this is, I forgot my own name again. This is Matt. And you're listening to the Empty Spiral podcast, the official podcast of the Lacuna community. It is episode 113. We are rapidly approaching the big number. And if you're a Lacuna fan, you'll know exactly what number we're referring to. Uh, we haven't met for over two months, mostly because of my work commitments, which are stopping me from... Actually, doing anything that's fun in my life, it seems. But I'm hoping that we can readdress that. Uh, we have something you might have heard of uh, called delirium to talk about today. Uh, but before we do that, let's introduce ourselves again because it's been so long, people have kind of forgotten. And if you've uh, listened to this podcast 112 times already, you'll know who we are. So you could just skip forward or something. But anyway, without any further ado, my two compadres on the Anti podcast. So, starting off with Mike. Hello, Mike. How are you? Hello, Matt. I'm very good, thank you. Um, Are you okay? I am busy, it's fair to say. Yes,
0: same. (laughs) What have you been doing since the last time we spoke? Um, Work, pretty much. I was thinking this the other day, that usually by this time of year, I've been to a bucket load of gigs before the uh, download festival and have not been to any, I don't think. I don't recall, so that's that's quite worrying. I've got ACDC to look forward to with... Fat Axel, and then download the day after. I was gonna so. say you
1: got you're gonna download, aren't you? So yeah, you yeah, full three Tra- days. Yeah. Oh, you mad fool! Crazy fool! Crazy Hotel fool. though, so so that's good. Shh, don't say people. Say, don't say stuff like that to people. You kind of break the illusion. You're supposed well, to be up to your knees in mud and. Well, I might sh- be in the dr- hotel bar. Drinking your own urine or something. I don't know whatever. <laughs> if you're now, now, thing. don't want to be in the field with the dirty, sweaty people meadows. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I say You say. <laughs> Speaking of which, Russell. Hello. How are you, Megan? Hello, gentlemen. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Um, it's all changed my end since we last spoke. I've moved away from the river, still in the same town, but uh, I'm now over on the other side. But um, as you can tell, my Skype connection is still as questionable as ever after some technical difficulties. But I made it, indeed. so all is well.
1: Cool, indeed. It's a blessing when you arrive on on Skype ready to talk. You know, we know you're still using those Android devices, and they. Clearly, don't like to interact with Skype. At least that's what we're. They the
2: excuse we use. I don't like to let all those people in, you see.
1: See? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so.
2: Anyway, yes. Yeah, so, uh,
1: it, as we record this, it's the 27th of May. Uh, this will be the day long known in history as the day that Delirium's. But Lacuna Core's eighth. Is it eighth? It is, isn't it? Wow. Doesn't time fly? Eighth studio album, Delirium, hits the shops. And may even hit your doorstep if you've had it delivered. Or if you're really lucky, it hit yesterday or the day before. Because let's face it, pre orders is the way to go if you want to get it early. Uh, the album is out uh, in all its glory. Uh, we've already heard a few tracks from the album uh, House of Shame, Delirium, and Ghosts in the Mist have been released over the course of the last couple of months. So people have had a chance to, to kind of absorb what, what the album's going to be like. But I think even with that foreknowledge, um, I suspect what people have heard has been quite a surprise. Uh, it certainly was a surprise to me when I first heard it. Um, hopefully people have had a chance to read my review on Empty Spiral so you'll get a sense of my feelings towards the album, album I should say. So, what we're planning on to do today, uh, we're not going to focus on news, because there really only is one bit of news. We're going to focus on a first listen of Delirium. So, before we do this, guys... How many times, you know how? How many times, Mike, have you had the album? Once, twice.
0: Um, once, just about an hour ago.
1: Oh wow! So you're a delirium virgin. Well, pretty yes. much. Your cherry uh, has been, been popped. popped. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and what format
0: did you listen to it on? A uh, on CD that came with the gold and the silver vinyl that I have with me at the moment.
1: Right. Okay. So you've listened to the regular edition of the album. Yes, at the moment. So I've got you...
0: the deluxe on its way
1: cool okay so we'll focus mostly then on the first 11 songs uh mm-hmm. from the album sort of yep. uh ended up with um ultima radio we won't go into too much detail about the others and we'll probably mention them in passing at least okay yep. what about you russ uh, how many times Boom. you listen to
2: i i'm eight listens or eight plays in so far over the course of two days mm-hmm. so i've had a bit of time to digest it i've uh gone through starting off with the mp3 working my way onto the gold vinyl the silver vinyl um and then we had the cd on in the car and then this evening i came home to find a cassette which i have yet to um to what, try out work out how to use to yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm not sure which way it goes in or how it fits and spins around but I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. whatever out. you
1: do don't put it on your record player because it doesn't go around like that okay i did ah. see it's, it's actually a tape um, measure as I said, you just got to spool it out and then it'll actually Spool somehow. it out. <laughs> well, I was to right. get to the
2: point of you know asking the Google, What is this? What do I do? Fair but I don't think they would know.
1: Well, I've uh, so um, I've listened to it three times since it's released. So I stayed up last night or this morning, whatever you want to call it, until midnight hit and my pre order on iTunes uh, suddenly says, I've got an email about three minutes past saying you can now download this. Um, This album, this pre order, I already had the three songs because the three day release became available as I did that, which was kind of cool. So I went off to the Amazon, the iTunes site, uh, and then I got a big error saying that my my payment had been declined because I'd lost my (laughs) credit card about a week ago. I had to get a new one. So I then went for a head scratching experience of working out how to reset my payment options at the time that I'm buying a pre order album. You know, I think I might have made the system explode somewhere off off in Silicon Valley or wherever it is. Let's but, be
2: honest, you're just sitting there
1: going, Where's my fucking ex- album? Exactly, yeah. So <laughs> So it took about fifteen minutes for that to happen. So I once I got it, I listened to it uh, in the early hours of this morning just before I went to bed and then um popped it into the car, much like you did, Russ, but listened to it on the way to work and then listen on the way back. So my my post release listening is three. So um not quite your eight, but more than Mike's somewhat disappointing one. Mm. Should we do this tomorrow, Mike? I don't feel that you're ready right now. Um,
0: well, I'll, I'll best catch up after this <laughs> I podcast. Think
1: you <laughs> um, obviously, I was in a very privileged position to listen to the album before it was released, and I've kind of lost track how many times I listened to it. It's it's been on, um, i have constantly been playing him um, for quite some time because I find it hugely addictive. Right, so. Um, Initial thoughts, guys. We'll start off with you, Russ. What are, you, what are your initial thoughts on Delirium after a couple of plays?
2: Initial thoughts are it meets what I was told to expect, which was heaviness. Now, I think it's that little touch more heavy than I was expecting it to be. And the noticeable MVP on this for me is Andrea with the growling and the vocals and the pure aggression in, in, the, in the vocals. I think it really fits his style. I think from what you've seen coming across in the live clips of the new song, it works really well. It's really energetic and the crowd are really into it. And it just comes across as a huge sound on the record, and it really adds to the songs. So I think it's the first time when Christina hits some super ridiculous high notes on this record. But this is more like it's almost as if Andrea's taking the lead on this record because of the heaviness, mm. and that's another new shift for Lacuna Coil. That's never happened before. Okay, you've got the interplay of the dual vocals, and you've always had Christina do sort of a, you know, a solo song here and there. But this, to me, is more Andrea completely at the forefront.
1: Mm. No, that's that's a fair comment. That's absolutely a fair comment. Mike, what are your initial thoughts?
0: Yeah, totally agree. And the growlings something there that's very good on there. And from start to finish on the initial first first run through that I've done well, an hour ago, it's just absolutely like jaw droppingly brilliant throughout. Um, I really am speechless as to how it how good it is. I didn't I didn't really expect it to be as brilliant as it is, there is nothing I can say like from the first listen of anything that I would say this is weaker than any of the others. The flow from start to finish is just incredible, and um, I'm very impressed by it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you guys have said a lot already about it. Um, my review, which I put online probably, what, three weeks ago now, was a... It was quite hard to write because it was very easy for it to be filled with superlative um and they kind of and, and therefore lose quite a lot of context and really not give you a sense of what the album was about. Um I remember when I first listened to the full album and like keep like both of you I was like, oh god this is heavy, what the hell is going on here? Uh especially House of Shame, which is you know an amazing opener to the album, really sets the tone um that was like whoa this is very unlike them like you say mike uh lots of growling Russ, you put it absolutely perfectly um mvp andrea that growling that he does throughout just a sense of i don't know is it return to the really early days i'd say not but it certainly draws on that kind of feeling that we we got in those early days of lacuna coil but with a very very modern touch um Great, great, great stuff. Uh, the the feeling I got throughout the whole thing was a sense of consistency, and you said it, Mike. Um, I, I love all of Lacuna Car's albums f- for lots of different reasons. They're, they're like a, a unique set of children in an extended family, all got their own quirks and all very, very different. At least they are in my mind. Uh, but they've all got things that you think, ah, oh, funny, they've done that slightly different. Or, you know, they they're not perfect. I'm not saying this is perfect, but it is such a strong contender. You know, I can. There's for me, there's not a single skippable song on the album. I'll listen to the same, you know, the same set of let's call it eleven tracks for the the regular edition over and over again, and it, I don't feel bored. It's, it's just great. It's consistently great throughout. You got a favourite standout track for you, Russ?
2: Um, at the moment, it's between "House of Shame" and "My Demons" at the moment
1: okay why is that what what makes you kind of draw um, purely the
2: about? heavy purely the heaviness and I just i love andreas you know going at it in that style i mean he's attempted various different shifts over the years obviously shallow life was a lot more melodic more singing style or is this it's just that out and out aggression i think it suits him better on record and live and it just comes across it just packs that much more of a bigger punch and it's that Darker contrast between him and Christina, sort of coming in and sort of taking the songs up, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, I do know what you mean. I think the the whole beauty and the beast, you know, it's it's a cliche, but it is it works in this instance. And and for it to work, you need it. You need the beauty and the beast, and the, you need that absolute diversity. You know, mm. that, that, that big gap between them in terms of how they're singing it. And I think we've we see it a lot in this instance or on this album, I should say because
2: of that growling, i think the strongest point that you've made is you talk about the consistency and this is one where it's literally you press play it goes all the way through the 11 songs and then you press play again there's no there's no skippage like you mentioned Mm. and it's similar to like different style of band but if you think back in the early two thousands, like when Linkin Park's Hybrid Theory came out, it was like it was the huge thing, and it was like you could listen to it over and over and over again, and it just had this immediate mass connection. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I feel about Delirium. It's like that huge sound, but maintaining sort of the classic elements of Lacuna Coil, and you can just play it and play it and play it, and you don't get bored of it. It's just consistent, and I think it's the the best flowing record that they've done in terms of all the songs kind of blend together as one package. Mm. So it's like it's, it's almost like... I like the concept of the, the sanatorium that we'll probably come on to at a later date, but all 11 songs are connected. One runs into, into the other, and it just completely works as, a, as an overall package. Mm. And I think other, other records, yeah, they are strong, but do they run completely consistent over 11 tracks? Probably not as consistent as this.
1: I think that's a very well-put point,
2: and I completely
1: agree. I mean, I... Weirdly, when I listen to House of Shame, House of Shame doesn't feel complete until it, unless it immediately goes into Broken Things, because they, they seem to be so conjoined, they're, they're a perfect union. And and when I was listening to House of Shame on on YouTube when it was released a few weeks ago, it got to the end of it and it kind of you know you got a sort of slow um, lead out at the end of the song. And in my head, I'm immediately thinking of Broken Things because of, because yeah. of that, the way it's supposed to work. And then straight after that, you have got Delirium, which is you know, such an earworm. I mean, I've I've spent forever going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I, just, I can't help myself with it. And you know? it's just it just seems to be spending my entire life just doing that. Um, it is just such a listenable album, Mike. Uh, have you got any kind of sort of standout tracks that, that really um, tra- drawn your attention so far? I Appreciate that you're you're yeah. still only slightly bloody
0: um, downfall for me. L- listening in parts, it sounds if you're familiar like we are obviously with everything in the past, even going back to the days of like purifying parts and with like a mix of wide awake in there is my initial thoughts listening to that. And then we got take me home as well. The opening bit that's very similar in its own way to survive was with the little opening bit Mm. there. My initial thoughts on those two on first listen, what house of shame definitely with how it goes through from start to finish, it's just absolutely amazing. I listen to that at work all the time, and it's that's just beyond incredible. Mm. It
1: really, yeah. really is. I, I tell you what, you, you talked about the live shows and yeah. they're very, very much crowd crowd pleasers, and how the songs work, seem to work so well live, especially House of Shame. And I think yeah. you said it, Russ, the, the notes that Christina reaches, and you think that nah, that's just not going to be. Possible, but you see some of the the clips we've seen, especially from the the US tour. You know Anthony's amazing clips from um, from the Brooklyn show just over the last couple of days, and those notes are just like. She's just full of air or something. I mean, how long can she sustain those notes? I mean, I, I start to for God's sake, girl, breathe, breathe. You're gonna kill yourself. Um, you yeah, know, it is incredible that she, she she's she's managed to do that on stage with all the other energy that she's putting into the rest of the show, and it is just perfect. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm blown away by the the energy that everybody's put into into the album I mean standout songs for me that is really hard I love House of Shame it was a massive surprise to me a big fan of Downfall Take Me Home um, My Demon's claustrophobic oh I don't know that's really hard I asked the question I don't expect to have to answer it myself do I um, I love Take Me Home I love Broken Things I think that's just a, such a wonderful addictive earworm track uh, they're just all great I, I can't differentiate if I had to pick one right now Gosh, probably take me home. I just love that. It's it's so creepy, you know. Yeah, very creepy creepy little song. You can almost envision it on the soundtrack to American Horror Story. Do you know what I mean? It's got that kind of vibe. In fact, this whole album's got that vibe. It makes me wonder if Marco was watching season two of, or was it Asylum? It is, isn't it? Yeah, of American Horror Story. At some stage during the composition of this album because it is just mental in places. I think the album's crazy. I really do. It's just so... It's such a, a statement, you know? It's just a statement of tempo. So You've got, you at got me
2: all, all hyped up now, because my Deluxe edition came when I got home, so I've still got three whole new songs to explore this evening, so that's what I'll be doing you, after you, this. You
1: have, and one of them is the best cover yeah. that they've ever done.
2: Oh, see? You it here first. In people? my
1: opinion, in my opinion. Now, I love Lacuna covers, but Live to Tell, which I th- I suspect a lot of people
2: aren't going to recognize the original. So go and Google. I was say, I, d- I didn't realize it was a, um, oh, a yeah. match cover. Oh, it's I a match cover. I didn't realize I thought it was just like a song. No, no, didn't no. no yeah, it's a match cover. Um, S- you... Someone's going to be happy. I think we know who. Oh, <laughs> Laura's already Shout very,
1: very, Laura. very aware of this. I, I, yeah, Laura and I have spoken about this, uh, as you would expect, really. Um, it is. I mean, we know Christina's a great fan of Madonna's. You know, she great loves loves her music, and um, she does a perfect job. But the arrangement on it, sorry, Mike, we're spoiling it for you now. But you need to go <laughs> listen to Live to Tell. Uh, the arrangement that Marco puts together on this cover is just absolutely sublime. It is f- stamped with the Lacuna Car logo. Um, hard to believe it's not an original. It's I I can't even call it a cover. It's it's an interpretation of the song. Is the best way I could put it. Great, absolutely great. And as for um the other two, breakdown and bleed the pain, they're both great songs as well. I mean they they for me delirium it's got fourteen tracks on it, not eleven. Um and again they fit in really well. They they well put those three songs in that order. Live to tell, uh, breakdown, bleed the pain. Right at the end after Ultima radio, which is another great song as well, so um what do you think of the music and you know, we talked a lot about the vocals we talked about Andrea and Christina and what they do and the, the growls and the the amazing heights of of Christina's sort of counter to the, the the beast that is Andrea's vocals what about the music what about the inclusion of um of Ryan as a drummer and of course the the production um, yeah. by, by marker How's that working out, Russ? You're you're very focused on the music. These things you're you're the vinyl man amongst us. What do you think of it?
2: You you certainly notice the the uplift in the tempo um, in terms of the drums and the addition of Ryan. Um, very different um, playing style to Chicho, uh, but still maintaining the the core elements and backing up the lacuna coil sound. But obviously you notice the the double bass drumming, um, the speed on the pedals, especially on House of Shame. So it adds the heaviness from the drums to to the bass and a guitarist from Marco. And I just think there's the consistency of the sound on this record through the guitar tone, perhaps because it is all Marco. It's come from Marco's head, literally, to him playing it, to putting it down on tape and putting it out there. So, you know, you've got the whole complete sound of what was was in his head where he's basically done everything. And that's, I think, why it sounds as huge as it does. And I think every single song on this can be played in the live environment. It certainly strikes you as perhaps the most... um, straightforward hitting lacuna coil record um the heaviest and it's got that live drive to it and you can see when they play the songs live with the addition of you know diego and obviously ryan in there it is effectively now a whole new band mm. yeah
1: yeah completely agree completely agree i mean it is i i, I always felt that the marco is very much a genius when it comes to this i mean he, he's so good at uh, um, having his own opinion, his own view of what he wants. He is a perfectionist, you know. He he admitted to me quite some time ago that he got to a point where he just had to stop. You know, there was um, so much more he wanted to do, but otherwise, you never get it complete if you don't stop. Um, and I, I just think he's done an incredible job pulling this together. Um, I really do. And the the whole thing just works so amazingly. I I I think it's such a strong album. Uh, Mike, what do you think of the music?
0: Well, Russ has said it all, really. It's incredible. Hard and heavy throughout, and it's top-notch. And that bar we talked about previously, about raising it, I think they've shattered it. And to me, it's certainly the best record since Kermit Lies. and. It probably tips that, in my opinion, at the moment. We just the first listen. I've obviously got to listen to it a lot, lot more over the coming months. And hopefully, um, if if they announce a European tour later in the year, it's it's all good yeah. going forwards. It's faultless, really.
1: That's an interesting one, isn't it? You know, how does it compare, you know, day one or release to you mentioned mm. it's up there with Camel Russ, what's your view on this? Where would you put it right now? I mean, I appreciate for our listeners that we are going to be reviewing each of the songs, and then the to- the song, sorry, the song, the album as a as a complete composition at some stage in the future. But right now, on day one, where'd you put it?
2: It's a tough one. It's a tough one because the, the, the band is. I have a tendency to massively overanalyze it. I would say I'd stick with it's and it's certainly Andrea's best record of all time. Um, I think Christina hits probably the highest notes I've heard her hit in a long time, Um, and it's definitely the heaviest record. Um, I think it's the most consistent record. I wouldn't say it's it's peaked to become my favourite, but it's definitely a very, very strong record. Um, and I think it's one of those that I just need to listen a lot more to hear everything that's going in it. Because as we know, um, a certain Mr. Bass player, songwriter extraordinaire has a tendency to to hide all sorts of things in the layers. So if you haven't ever listened to a, a Lacuna Coil album on a good set of headphones with really high quality, then you definitely need to do so because there's just so much going on in the background.
1: I don't do that on Unleashed Memories, though, because it does my heading when I do that. <laughs> <laughs> as much as i love that album to bits when i listen to it on really high quality headphones all i can hear is the echo the echo echo. blame the germans Echo, echo. that just does my in. as much as i love it doesn't stop me loving that album to absolute pieces but doesn't stop me getting frustrated on it either but answer the bloody question russ
2: i think it's a more consistent record (laughs) than broken crown halo um, I think I have songs I prefer on Dark Adrenaline to this, but I think of the three, this is the most consistent album. So I think it's it's somewhere in the middle of the last three for me, which I, is basically makes it a strong record.
1: Okay. I'm I'm going to be bolder. I'm going to say that, for me, I think this is consistently their best album to date. Okay in terms of strength and composition um consistency of the songs from start to finish, the vibe of the album, the message of the album, the concept of the album um for me, this is their strongest single piece of work that they have produced uh, it's better than comalize um it's better than Unleash memories i oh, was going to quantify that by the way in a minute, okay, just to be clear um you know as a package, I think this is their strongest album um Is it my favourite album? We all remember our first loves, guys. Let's be clear on this. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, let's not take anything away from that. Um, But I've listened to this album probably more times in the last couple of months than I probably listened to Broken Ground Halo since it was released at all. And I love Broken Ground Halo. And I think when I said in my review, it's it's up there with Unleashed Memories. This album um, is better than that in my mind. It's got, it's got passion. It's got vibe. It's, it's, it's a stamp of saying, "This is us. This is who we are." Uh, I get a sense that the craziness that has been Lacuna world for the last couple of years, for a variety of reasons, not least of which, as you mentioned, Russ, various people leaving the band, um, has, whether implicitly or explicitly, um, got them to this point, made them deliver this album, in. Against, I'd argue, against adversity. And it's kind of said, we're not giving up, and this is exactly, you know, this is like the, this album is the my truth of Lacuna Coil. It's like we're coming back. And you just got to look at some of the reviews that we've seen in the media. I've seen the, the Metal Hammer review, seen the, the Rock Sound review. You know, there's a lot of, wow, okay, these guys are back kind of thing. And it's, it's, I just think they pulled it out. You know, they've raised that bar, or as Mike said, they shared it. Well, um, uh,
2: I mean... Sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, undoubtedly, as you said, you know, picking up the the stuff that's in the press. This is pro- you know, arguably easily the most universal, universally acclaimed record that they've done since Karma Code. And obviously, many people, the band included, will state that Karma Code was sort of the band when they when they peaked. I think this is sort of coming back to that sound and and seeing that, you know, mass injection of Lacuna Coil to the masses because anyone that I know that's heard any of the, the three songs that were released or friends that I know have heard the album, basically everyone's going nuts for it because mm. it is, as you say, the most consistent record. And I think the biggest strength is, again, you it, is is the package they've put together. I love the artwork. I love the stage clothes and I love the whole theme of the sanatorium and the songs being interlinked, telling a story tied back to the album. So as a package, yeah, without a doubt, it is the best strongest overall concept that they've ever done. Mm.
1: On the subject of the concept, I don't know if anybody's seen it, but I did post a couple of days ago now. It was a Total Rock, which is basically Metal Hammers online channel. Um Andrea and Christina talked about the songs on there and how they tied back to it. it was a delirium track guide to um a track guide at Team Rock. I posted it on the May twenty fourth a couple of days ago. Um it's worth checking out, it's over at teamrock.com. dot com. And they they went through, I mean, they didn't say a lot about each one, but they gave you a sense of the background. And it's always great when you get that from the artists themselves, especially when it's talking about something which is, you know, essentially an album with a concept. I'm not going to say it's a concept album. It's an album with a concept. Um, And that's what Delirium is. So, well, so, sort of final thoughts on this, on this first day of the Delirium release, as this crazy out of control child of lacuna of course is unleashed on the world um final thoughts mike what, um, what are your final thoughts on delivering
0: well for me great first listen i can honestly say it's going to be a bright few months and huge things going forward for them as a band and finally for us three i think it's going to be very interesting going forward to review the songs on the
1: podcast okay thanks mike Russ, final
2: thoughts? Yeah, it's opened with a bang. I think, what is it, that's selling the number one um, selling rock album um, today on its first day of release. I think it's in the top 10 of the iTunes charts. So, um, yeah, it's opened with a bang and it's just going to go on to bigger and better things. So all I can say is bring on the tour and get over to Europe, people.
1: We <laughs> have got a few places to go, first of all.
2: Shh, we're more important. Shh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, it's, it's hard to really have any thought final thoughts I think I probably said them already I, I, I think ultimately we've waited for Delirium there's been quite a lot of hype I think about the album I think it's exceeded expectations the release of House of Shame as an opening uh, song was it four weeks ago six weeks ago, hard to remember really uh, was a great way of kind of tuning people's ears into what this new sound is going to be like. Um, is every song on the album as heavy as House of Shame? Definitely not. Is every song in the same style as House of Shame? Definitely not. There's a mixture. Uh, this is an album that everyone should listen to. Uh, if you if you gave up on Lacuna Curl in 2008, um, then... Come on, guys. Well, firstly, why the fuck are you listen to this podcast? you freaks? freaks. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just weird. What are you doing? You're like stalking us or something. Um, but you know, if you if just this is the album that you that I'm hoping is going to reset a few expectations, um, surprise a hell of a lot of people, uh, and if nothing else, it's just really addictive, really addictive. I can't stop listening to this thing, and. I don't think that's going to change anytime soon, so I can't wait to spend a bit more time with it and for us to dissect each of the songs in turn. Um, But for the moment at least, I am very much delirious with this album and I'm loving every minute of it and I hope everybody else feels at least in part as enthused by it as I am because I think it's just worthy of your attention. So I think we've filled the last half hour with enough super, enough superlatives to keep everything going for the next couple of days. Um, I'm not expecting anybody to listen to this podcast, at least for a couple of weeks, because you're too busy listening to my important things. Um, but when you get round to it, I hope you've enjoyed it. We will try. I will try, I should say. These guys are always available. Uh, honest, always available, you know what I mean. You, you never let me down. It's literally the other way around. We will try to get back together again sooner rather than later. I do feel very guilty. Uh, it's not wanting to wanting and it's just not having the time to do it but we, we've got a, a new album which we really need to review now otherwise we're letting everybody down so we will be doing that very soon uh, until then well I, I tend to kind of say listen to more Lacuna Car," but i think it's just fair to say just listen to delirium go on everybody go and do it uh, and if you've you're thinking about it and for some reason you choose to listen to this podcast um, i'm hoping that we've We've changed, not necessarily changed your mind, but made you resonant in your desire to go and buy this album, um, listen to it, support the band, because they really have put their heart, the soul, and a very crazy part of their <laughs> of their personalities into this, I think it's fair to say, and it definitely deserves your attention. So, guys, thank you for joining me today, uh, as always. And thank you, everybody, that's uh, chosen to give up half an hour of their time to listen to the anti spiral podcast we will hopefully speak to you all very very soon so take care everybody and uh see you soon go listen to more lacuna coil
0: cheers everyone and check out delirium ciao
1: guys